0: Good morning. Good morning. I'm very excited. I know I always say that. I'm very excited about what I have for you guys today. So if you've never heard me say this before, one of the ways that I describe what I do, I work at the intersection where what you need to do meets who you need to be to do it. So why do I say that? I say that because we can create a business strategy. We can create a marketing plan. We can create all these amazing messages and memes and visuals. But if you can't work the plan, the plan doesn't matter. If you can't work the plan, the plan doesn't matter. So that's why who you need to be is just as important, if not more so, and I'll get to that, as what you need to do. And lately, I have been talking a whole lot about what you need to do been talking, we've been going way deep in a marketing and messaging and business strategy on what you need to do in order to be successful in the current economy. Why? Because business has gotten hard lately, right? Business is, it is harder to business than it's been a year ago, two years ago, even three years ago um, with the pandemic. It's actually harder for most people to do business right now. But a few things have happened lately that has reminded me that I really need to get back into who you need to be. Because without that side of it, all the things we've been talking about won't work for you. So let me just give you a mixture here of what's been going on, what I've been experiencing and seeing that has led me to have this conversation with you. And and hopefully some of this will land for you. So number one, Number 1, I recently did a training in my group program on this. I came across a book, not a new book called The Map of Consciousness, The Map of Consciousness by David Hawkins. You can look it up. Um he passed a couple I don't know 10, 15 years ago. So it's not a new book, not an easy read. I will tell you this is not just a happy feel good book. Not a it's much more um academic, not a real easy read. But what I loved about it was that he takes the law of attraction and goes deep into the science and neuroscience behind it. He goes deep into this idea that we're all energy and we're vibrating at a certain frequency. And that frequency is actually measurable. That frequency is actually measurable. And it goes a lot into explaining why you're attracting what you're attracting. And I love that it wasn't just the woo-woo side of it, but the science and neuroscience of it. So I read that book. We'll come back to that. And I did a training in my group program about that. So that was number one. Number two. I recently presented last week, I presented at a business conference put on by a group called Young Guns. So huge, huge shout out real quick to Young Guns and their entire movement and the events that they put on for entrepreneurs and the environments that they create. And I presented alongside Precious Williams, the pitch master, the amazing, amazing pitch master. I will not remember her credentials. She has won something like 13 pitch conferences. She has won a pitch on Shark Tank. And so she presented on pitching and what you need to do and how to do that. And I presented on marketing and how to grow your audience and create an environment that attracts people to you. And that was great. We had a blast. When it came to the Q&A time, when it t- came time, for I did my thing, she did her thing. We both came back on stage for Q&A. The Q&A went over time for this event by 45 minutes. Nobody left. And after several hours of both of us presenting about what you need to do, every single question we received from the audience Was about who you need to be, how to get past imposter syndrome, how to get past fear, how to get past failure, how to get past anger that you're holding on to that you know is killing you and you don't know how to let it go. So here you had two credentialed people going deep on what to do and what the audience really wanted to know, what they really wanted to know was who do you need to be to do it? So that's two. Number three, I talk to a lot of people. I talk to a lot, a lot, a lot of business owners every single week. I think I did some, I talk to an average of 20 business owners a week between clients and potential clients and networking. I talk to about 20 business owners a week and there's some freaking out right now and some are doing really great. Some are freaking out and some are doing great. And how they're feeling really isn't necessarily attached to economically how their business is doing today on paper. How they're feeling about what's possible is not necessarily attached to what is going on for them right this second. And it has more to do with, the feeling that they are defaulting to. The feeling that they are defaulting to. Are they defaulting with resistance and panic and scarcity and fear? Or are they defaulting to... There's some things going on right now, but this is all figure out I don't know if that's a real word. figure out You can be scared... And still know that it's figureoutable. You can be nervous and still know that it's figureoutable. You can be mad. You can be really mad and still know that it's figureoutable. You can have had to tighten your belt and cut some expenses and still know that it's figureoutable. Or you can be in resistance and scarcity and fear and not know. That it's outable. And so as I'm talking to 20 plus people a week, business owners each week, they're really falling into these two categories right now. Um, I'm going to age myself with this example. But when I was a kid, my brother and I used to watch a cartoon called Gulliver's Travels. So it was old, right? It is what it is. You can Google it and watch on YouTube some very, very grainy videos. There are no high definition. There's no high def videos of this cartoon. But it was called Gulliver's Travels. And there was a character, one of the Lilliputians in the show, every time they'd go on an adventure, and of course it's a cartoon, so every week there was an adventure, something terrible happened. But there was one character who, every time when they were in the middle of the chaos that they were experiencing, would just go, we're doomed, we'll never make it. And so my brother and I still say that to each other when things are happening. We're doomed, we'll never make it. And I will absolutely promise you if that's how you feel, then you're right. But that is the delineation I'm watching happen right now. The people who are going, okay, this is the reality. What do I need to do to figure it out? Or the people who are going, holy crap, this is a reality. We're doomed, we'll never make it. So... Number four, the fourth thing that I've happened recently that bring me to this conversation. Part of my morning routine is reading, right? I do a bunch of things in the morning. Part of my morning routine is reading. And lately I have been revisiting Working with the Law by Raymond Hollywell. And it just so happens the last chapter that in the book is about the law of success. And I'll sum it up for you this way. Your success is tied to two things. How you use your time. What do you do with your time and what do you do with your thoughts? What do you do with your time and what do you do with your thoughts? And it's basically that quote from Henry Ford. Whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. You're right. And this is easier to say and harder to do, and I understand that. But yes, even in the book, they, he goes into the fact that this is a practice. Learning how to guide your thoughts, control your thoughts, use your thoughts to create an outcome is a practice. This is not a one and done. This is not something you try once and are great at. It is a practice. It's something you keep doing so that you get better at doing it. So those are the four things that I have experienced all in the last week, really came to a head in the last week that made me want to have this conversation with you. And so because, you know, I'm always big on, okay, don't just tell me what is going on. Tell me what to do about it. Let's talk about some tangible things, some actual things that you can do to make sure you're on the side of success with your thoughts right now under this category of who do you need to be. Let's talk about how to work with this, right? So number one, read, read, absorb, learn more, 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 more about why it's so important to be in control of your thoughts and what to do about it and go about doing the work. Don't just read and absorb and do nothing with that information. I watch that over and over and over and over and over again. To me, when I talk about this at the events that I hold, the difference between the people who come to the event and get something out of it and the people who go to my events and don't get something out of it is what you do with the information afterwards. It's not attending the event. That's like set the bar. That's showing up, right? That's like where we start. But if you want to make a difference, you're going to have to do something different with what you're doing and what you're learning and what you're hearing. This is where it falls apart for most people. They don't actually do anything with the information. Start slow. That's fine. It builds as you build. It builds as you grow your capacity and get better at it. But if you don't start, we don't get to go anywhere. Um, in the chapter in Hollywell where he talks about the law of success, he remember we talked about, I mentioned it, what do you do with your time? What do you do with your thoughts, but also what do you do with your time? And this does not mean, by the way, that you should be working 24-7. That's not what it means. It. But what are you doing to expand your mind? What are you doing to refill your cup? What are you doing to immerse yourself in the type of thoughts that will lift you up and pull you forward instead of immersing yourself in the thoughts that will hold you back and keep you stuck? Even in your downtime what are you doing with your time? So number one, immerse yourself in that knowledge and actually do something with it. Number two, and I'm enjoying this, by the way, this is something I decided to do. If you look up Map of Consciousness by David Hawkins, there's a very cool chart. There's a very colorful chart. And what it has on it is it maps out each level of consciousness at the different vibration levels. And the predominant feeling and the predominant action that is associated with each level. So I forget how many levels there are. It's got to be at least 15. I don't know. I forget off the top of my head how many levels there are. But each of these levels have a feeling and a behavior and a predominant view of the world. So there's got to be a hundred different words on this chart. And so every day I'm looking at this chart And just scanning it for how do I feel right now? How do I feel right now? Which of these words resonates with me? I've printed it out. Which of these words resonate with me? And as I'm doing this, when I land on a word, I'm like, oh my gosh, that's how I feel right now. I'm looking at what level that has me vibrating at. And then I am looking at the words one or two levels up from where I landed. And I'm asking myself what do I need to do? Who do I need to be? What would it be like if I was at that level instead of where I am? So I'm very much intentionally trying to raise my level of vibration. So look it up, Map of Consciousness by David Hawkins. Just look under images. You'll see the chart. Print it out. And then look at where you're landing And ask yourself, if I look one or two levels higher, what would I have to do? Who would I have to be? What would I have to believe in order to come from that point of view and not where I defaulted? So I'm very intentionally working on raising my vibration. It's been fun. So three, double down on your mindset work. If these last two examples haven't been... um, categorized for you, double down on your mindset work. I do something that I call setting my stage. I call it setting my stage every morning because it sets me up for a successful mindset and it sets me up more tactically for better decision-making. When I set my stage every morning, it sets me up for better decision-making. If you didn't catch the entire episode we did on how to be a better decision-maker, go back and listen to that now. We talked about, I went deep into how being a business owner makes you by default chief decision-maker. So how do you get better at making decisions? There's a whole episode on that. You can check that out. Setting my stage helps me make better decisions. Setting your stage will help you make better decisions. If you're not sure what to do, these are some um, journaling, I call them reflection questions, journaling prompts. If you're not sure what you should be diving deep into, these are some journaling prompts that you could use. Number one, what am I grateful for? You can't go wrong there. What am I grateful for? Number two, who do I need to forgive? Who do I need to forgive, including myself? And what do I need to forgive them for? Like lifts you up, lifts you up. Number three, what do I need to let go of that is not serving me? This helps me make business decisions all over the place. What do I need to let go of that is not serving me in order to make room for the next opportunity? Right? You can't stretch yourself if you're too busy tied to the thing below you and unwilling to let go of. This is a big one for decision making. So you can ask yourself, what do I need to let go of? Um, Next, where do I need to be more intentional? I said that already today. Get more intentional about raising my vibration. Where do I need to be more intentional? What am I let happening instead of where I should be creating something? And this is one of my favorites what do i want what do i want i'll write it out what do i want what is the result that i want and then i'll go deep on what do i need to do who do i need to be and what do i need to believe in order to create that outcome so those are a bunch of setting the stage journaling prompts that you can do every morning all of these things all of these three ideas are designed to help you create that successful mindset that I am watching over and over and over be the differentiator between the people who are moving through this current economic challenge knowing that they'll come out ahead of the game or the ones who are just trying to hit the same nail harder and staying in, in frustration. So if you're familiar with my business, you might remember that my tagline is be in charge, take action, get results. And that is really what my approach is all about. Be in charge is the work you need to do to set yourself up for success. It's not about being in charge of anybody else. It's about being in charge of your mindset, your decisions, your outcome, personal responsibility, right? Be in charge, take action, because none of this matters unless you actually do something with it. Until you do something with the decisions that you make, they don't matter. They don't matter. And then finally, get results. And this is not promising you the results that you want. That's not what this is about. It's about getting results, any results, so that you can assess what happened, so that you can go back to the beginning, to make better decisions and be more intentional so that you can take the next round of action, so that you can get the next round of results, so that you can rinse and repeat and rinse and repeat. So is business harder to do right now than it's been recently? Absolutely, absolutely. But do you get to decide whether this is an obstacle for you or an opportunity? Also, absolutely.